Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for Tuesday, February 28th, 2012. And even though... Wow! I feel good. I knew that were you tor- tor- torturing my grandson as we left? <sighs> no, well, the leaving in itself was the torture. Oh, I see. <sighs> because that was quite a peel he gave off. Yeah, he's just freaking out because we were leaving. <coughs> so, what's going on? Oh, I'm on the end of a long wave ride of fever. Yeah, yeah, how you feeling now? I'm about 75%. All right, so you're coming out of it. Yesterday you were about twenty-five percent. Oh man, I was down. Yeah, but I was purposely trying to just take it easy. Right. But yeah, I mean, it hit me hard. Yeah. Well, you watched the what the Hunt for Red October. (laughs) Yeah. Had to get you to sit down for a movie. So. (laughs) That's weird. It's weird. I just put on something I didn't call. I didn't care if I fell asleep on. Right. Did you stay up for the whole thing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did. Interesting. Now, what's the hunt for Red October about? Uh, well, it's a... Lu- I saw some submarines. I think it's a Robert Ludlum novel. Ludlum. Do you have anything by Robert Ludlum? Yes. <laughs> and, uh... Get out. Uh, the Soviets build a new submarine that doesn't require a propeller that uses a different propulsion s- mechanism that's absolutely silent. Neato. Yeah, it's neato until they park a bunch of nuclear warheads at your back door. Ah. Which is what they're planning on doing. Yeah, so the idea was that it was an ideal f- first strike uh, submarine. Submarine. Okay. And this would theoretically keep you off of sonar? Or... Yeah, sonar can't pick you up. Okay, because you're not making any noise. Right. Isn't you don't have not a propeller. Really, how sonar works though? <coughs> Doesn't wouldn't sonar pick you up even if you? Well. Because isn't part of sonar bouncing the sound waves off of yes. you? So if you exist, therefore you can be picked right. up. Right, but on the sonar. problem with pinging. Right. Is it gives you away. Right. Okay. So the other part of sonar is listening. Okay. To sig, you know, sound signatures in the water. Okay. And a good uh, sonar technician, right, will not gets used to what things sound like. Okay. Like he knows what whales sound like. He knows what you know a motorboat sounds like. He knows what you know. He gets used to what these things sound like. Gotcha. And he knows what the prop on a on a nuclear sub sounds like. So, oh, okay. So first, you'd just be listening to the water at first. Right. And if you heard a nuclear submarine, you might turn on your sonar to pick up the No, I, I think you wouldn't because you want to remain stealth. The minute you ping a sonar, they know. Right, okay. I, I, I'm with you now. Okay. okay. So I see how it works. So a sonar technician really just listens to the water to see if there's anything out there. Correct. Gotcha. And so if you and have a, a silent good, submarine, they, you're practically invisible. Right. Exactly. You get all of a sudden it's a 
it's uh you know if you can either not a lot of windows on the submarine no is you can uh if you can mimic some natural phenomena with the sound of your propulsion system sure then you can fool a sonar technician gotcha so what they do they build a submarine with a big whale tail on the back of it no no it's just a new propulsion system that's silent you know it's not a propeller open, right? yeah i cracked it because i'm dying of heat oh, well i can turn the heat down we don't have to there. thank you yeah no worries uh, sorry i'm a little sick my brain's not functioning 100 percent yeah uh anyway so they build this submarine right. uh and this particular general who's like the uh who's like a you know, a Russian war hero is sent out to test it. Okay. Played by Sean Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, you do. So, uh, but he decides to defect. Aha! Didn't see that one coming, did you? Yeah. Anyway, so it's all about the tension between they think there's going to be a nuclear attack, the Russians are trying to sink the sub because they don't want the Americans to get their hands on it. <coughs> the Americans think they may need to sink it because he's, uh, you know, he's trying he's to park this stealth. That was uh, a cop, by the way. What? That was a cop, Where? by the way. Just past us. We must be going the speed limit then. Or he must not have been pinging us. He was not pinging us. That would have given his position away. Yeah, it totally would have. I would have been heads up on that. Yeah, he was practically invisible till that yeah. point. Um, so, uh, okay, so the Americans think they need to kill him because he might launch missiles at him? Anyway, far and away, yeah. the best acting job is the, uh, I wish I could remember his name, but he plays the uh, commander of the American... Uh, Los Angeles class attack submarine. Okay. Uh, it was confusing because A, I was in a feverish stupor. Okay. And B, the Los Angeles attack, the Los Angeles class attack sub was called Dallas. Los <laughs> Dallas. What the fuck? Dallas is on its way. With the Los Angeles class. What? what? Uh, oh, no. Uh, yeah. So I'm was, never going to remember all this. So it was a little confusing. However, the actor who played him was just spot on. Was not Spot Alec on. Uh, Baldwin played... He was good in it. Yeah. He played a CIA uh, sub expert. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> expert in the CIA with all the subness. Yeah. Okay. And uh, who was that guy who was in Jurassic Park? He's on the ship with uh, Sean Connery. Well-known actor, British guy. Jurassic Park. Cool eyebrows. Huh? You know the guy I'm talking about. No. Seriously? Seriously. He's in Jurassic Park, played the doctor in Jurassic Park, you know, the main guy. No way. Seriously. I could, if I could show it, he'll hold on. Let me see if I can pull up a picture while you tell me more about the hunt for Red Octopus. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, so... The Americans are afraid of the, sh of the submarine. And so what ends up happening? Like, what, how's it end? 
because I'm never going to watch this movie. Uh, well, they have to come up with a clever way to... See, the officers are going to defect with him. Okay. And so, then they're aware of this. They're like, yeah, they're in on they're it. In, they're, okay, so they're up for it. Not necessarily by choice, but <laughs> but they're in on it. And But the crew is not. So okay. he has to get the crew off okay. to be rescued. Okay. And he has to then get get the officers rescued later in secret. That guy. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was in Jurassic Park, but oh. yeah, he was great in the thing. Yeah. What was uh, what's he, his he, role? He played the... Uh, the actor's name? Sam Neill. Sam, Sam Neill, right. Sam Neill. Uh, no, which one? Sam Neill? Sam Neill. What? He he played the first officer. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, to the Russian guy. To the Russian guy, and the he Russian was and he was he was Wander. a good good stellar acting job. Man, there is pink lemonade all over my iPhone. Swell. Find out who Guess the. Guess who's to blame? Find that. out who the. Guess who's to blame? That's find, how you get ants, Dad. <laughs> uh, That's your son. Yeah. Um, find out who played the what? Who played the uh, commander of the other sub? The commander of the other sub. Oh yeah. Okay. Hold yeah. On. I got this. Uh, there you go. Uh, so, sorry, you were telling me how it ends. Yeah. So anyway, they have to figure out how to get the crew off, get those guys rescued, then how to get the officers off and rescued in secret. Right. While making the Russians think they've sunk the sub. Oh, that is delightful. Oh yeah, so it's 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 a twisty, uh, twisty uh, ending that they have to come up with to fool everybody. Could it be Scott Glenn? Mm, I don't know. What was the character's name? Uh, commander of the. Man Mancuso. I don't know. Bart Mancuso. I don't know. Uh, hold on. Couldn't have been him because he would have had Admiral or something else in his name. No. Hey, James Earl Jones was in it? Yeah. He oh. played the head of the CIA. Cool. Captain Victor <coughs> Topolev. Probably not him. Uh, Chief of the boat. He was a major character. Captain Davenport. That sounds a little, uh, no, a little effeminate for <laughs> okay. this guy. This guy was a cowboy. Seaman Beaumont? <laughs> Seaman. <laughs> All right. Uh, hold on. Okay, so he'd be. He up, was one of the main actors. I mean, the, okay, yeah, because yeah. we got uh, Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin, Scott Glenn, Captain. Could have been Scott Glenn. Could have been Scott Glenn. What's, you want to see a picture of yeah. Scott Glenn? Let's see a picture of Scott Glenn. Okay. Uh, here is a picture of Scott Glenn. That's him. Yeah? Yeah. All right, that's him. Outstanding actor. Yeah. Uh, stellar performance. Exquisite acting. Ex he was just really good. He played the part really well. He, okay. he was spot on. He didn't overdo it, and it was a role you could, could overdo. Have, could have overdone. Yeah. Could have so overdone. I, I handed it to him. Could have overcooked his theatrical eggs. He could have. He could have. Because he was in the role. He was the one who... He happened to be in this Dallas class sub... Who was originally following this 
submarine while they were using their you mean regular Los Angeles class sub. Yeah. From Dallas. Dallas, right? Yeah, called Dallas. <laughs> called Dallas. Fucking hell. <laughs> so <laughs> he was. He, they were originally following this submarine as it left Moscow. Okay. While it was using its normal propulsion, but when it switched to they the stealth propulsion, they lost it. But their their technician picked up an anomaly in the sound, right? And decided that that mate that must be it, and it was it. And they followed it, and they stayed on it without Ooh. knowing that they were really following it, but just following this sound. So they were following it just for shits and giggles. Just kind of just to see if it was the right sound. Right. right. Okay. <coughs> And An anomaly uh, in the sound. Yeah. Man, how acute do your ears have to be? Yeah, well, that's it. Like, I mean, uh, it sounds almost exactly like a whale. Well, there's a funny scene. Except there's a little <laughs> the There's a funny scene where, it, it's actually quite a good scene, yeah. where the Sean Connery, commander of the Russian sub, sure. also known as Sean Connery, switches into... Commander yes. of the Russian sub. Yeah. <laughs> switches into stealth mode. Okay. And his crew is very proud because now they can go swim right into American waters. Nobody can hear them. Right. And so they all burst into, you know, he says, we're making history trying this, blah, blah, blah. We'll be able to park our nuclear missiles on their shores and swim right through their, you know, whatever, their rivers. And they'll never know because we're superior. And he, he gives them a pep talk and they burst into song. Right. Meanwhile... They've gone silent, and right. the and the Dallas sub uh -huh. is is like what He's the like, fuck? I think I hear singing. That's it. He does. He says I, for a moment there, I thought I heard singing. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was it was funny. Uh, so it was okay. Of course, they get everybody out, and everybody, you know, lives okay. happily ever after. Okay. So you kind of rooting for Sean Connery, or is he like a bad guy? Oh no, you're rooting for him. Okay. You're rooting Are for you him. rooting for the Americans or? Uh, yeah, you're rooting for them. Okay, so yeah. you're rooting for everybody. Yeah, you're pretty much rooting for everybody. Everybody's a good guy in this one. Even the sub, even the Russians, <coughs> who are trying to sink this sub, right? Are trying to do it for the motherland. You know, they don't want the technology. They don't want the technology to get into American hands. Yep. Okay. All right. <coughs> Everyone's a good guy in this uh, story. Interesting. <clears throat> hard without an antagonist to well depending on the scenario you're you're rooting for different people yeah in this scene I was rooting for the Americans <laughs> right exactly I hope they get those Russian bastards in this scene I'm rooting for the Russian bastards I hope they get free yeah it didn't actually work like that but it was more subtly written than that well, sure. Yeah. You're simplifying it somewhat. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> okay. So, uh, I had a very nice day watching uh, superhero cartoons and playing with my kid in the sun. Yeah. He loves to play outside. That was nice. He'll play out there all day long. He will. Yep. <coughs> I only had to get him in because he hadn't eaten anything all day. I was like, eh. Was he content to just keep going? And he was glad when I got him in and gave him some food. He ate quickly. And then he was he was very ready for a nap, so put him down. That's the good thing about letting him play outside. Yeah. And uh but he was he was still fighting the 
still fighting to go into sleep. Yeah. You know, he's very he's very uh, wishy-washy about his approach to falling asleep. Yeah, he's his dad's either, son. Either he'll, like, be like, all right, come on, like, let's go to downstairs, you know, to take a nap. And then he'll curl up on you and just conk right out. Or he understands that you're trying to put him to sleep and he fights it tooth and nail. Just, he starts getting, like, wild and crazy, flailing his body everywhere, you know, like, even though you're not... You're not riling him up or anything, but he's, he'll just, like, start jumping all over the bed and whacking you, trying to peel your skin off. Sure. That's, that's irritating and yeah. painful. Yeah, sure. Skin peeling. Yep. Most parents don't let their kids do that. No. No. I'm a very nice dad. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. <coughs> He's trying to get calluses in all the places where he grabs me. Sure. Um... So, uh, so yeah. Then I get to see him again tonight. Aw. Well, I'm hoping to beat this fucking thing down by the end of tonight. You can do it. Ah. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, this has been a rough one. This one got you and Mom. Man. It got me harder than I ever, ever really get. Well, you never get sick, so, you know, like, when you get it... You're gonna get knocked on your ass. Yeah. Cause you let all the little, all the little ones, all the weak ones, just go right by. Yeah. So it takes a particularly powerful uh, ailment. To, I got this. This is what I had a little while back. Really? I was yeah. Sick. Yeah. Were you feeling all shitty like this? <sighs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. I went to work too. Yeah. That's what you do. Then I. Uh, Although I'm glad I didn't have to yesterday. Then I took care of Sam as best I could and slept through my days off. Fortunately, he was down for the napping. And, uh... Yeah. And recovered by the... I'm just glad I had a couple of days off, because that allowed me to just collapse and kind of... Right. Although, man, my phone rang about every 15 minutes. What the fuck's with that? Trouble in River City? <laughs> nah, just One work thing after another? Just little stuff. So, in your uh, in your sickness-induced coma, no idea what's going on in the world today. No, I no fucking Just no idea. clue. I got I, no clue. I mean, I didn't look at my computer for you know two days. Right. I didn't turn on the news. Damn. I watched cartoons. So now how am I know? Cartoons. Know what's going on? I rely on you for all my. <laughs> <laughs> I rely on you for all my news info. So I'll get up to speed today. Now we're fucked. I get up to speed today. Now we are fucked. But yeah, as far as I know, uh, nuclear bombs went off in three major cities. Who, who the hell knows? Right. Oh, that's going to be disappointing if that happened. Didn't I feel it? like if, it, if they were going to hit some major cities, they'd hit New York and Washington. We might have heard it. Well, yeah, we might have felt a breeze or something. <laughs> I wonder. It could be, it could I, be I the reason for all this warm weather. Uh, well, in that case. <laughs> Bring on the bombs. <laughs> Come again. Um, Ready for spring. <laughs> do you think if a bomb landed in New York, we would feel it here? Oh, yes. Yeah, I bet we would. It depends how big a bomb, I guess. Well, yeah, but let's say they launched a nuke that would level the city. Yeah, we'd feel it. Pretty sure we would. How do you think it manifests itself? Uh, like you mean a, the feeling? Like a, a, a wind? Well, it would probably be a tremor. A shockwave? It would probably be a slight tremor when it hit. You know, like maybe a, maybe weak enough so that we wouldn't even feel it, but uh, the folks at uh, 
the Shelburne Museum where they got their what, what's it called the uh, Richter really thing. They got one at Shelburne Museum. As far as I know, yeah. No kidding, huh? Yeah. And uh, but is they that probably, the most fascinating thing about the Shelburne Museum? Uh, they also have a whale that we uncovered right by right down yeah, by our no, house. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, a whale skeleton. So it's got two interesting. Have things. they put it together? Yeah. How big is it? Probably as tall as we are. Yeah, it's not very big. A baby See, whale. I, last time I saw it, I was a really little kid, and it seemed bigger. But I mean, like it's a it's a white whale, and they never get more than like eight feet anyway. Like basically a precursor to a dolphin. Is it prehistoric? Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah, and so it was. Uh, it died right is, up. Near is the, the word track. prehistoric an oxymoron? Prehistoric. Oxymoron? No, because it's not like little. It's not like big shrimp, jumbo shrimp. It's no, no. The word prehistoric. Yeah. Like how can you be prehistoric? Everything that happened in the past is history. Right, but it's pre. So I can I be think, pre everything that happened in the is, past. I think what they mean is not pre things that happened in the past. I think they mean pre things being written down in the past. <coughs> you know, before we started taking history. Before we started taking notes. Yeah. Where we started jotting things down to remember them. Say, like, ooh, that seemed important. Better find a place to write this down. Well, no one would have written down the whale anyway. Well, no, because it wasn't important. I mean, it didn't seem important. Yeah, right, okay. But, I mean, the, well, it existed pre I just remember as a kid hearing that expression, I think, how could it be prehistoric? It doesn't make any sense. Why, why are they saying that? <laughs> yeah, pre prehistoric is in like, pre when we were when we started painting on the cave walls. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, how's that? How's that for a definition uh, of prehistoric? That's it's, uh, satisfactory enough for my adult brain right now. All right. Yeah. Usually, on any other day, this would be too thin. <laughs> I would be questioning you. I would have, uh, yeah. yes. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, so they have that. They have the whale. They had some sort of 3D thing of... I don't know, Einstein's face. No, a dinosaur. A 3D rendering like a, of a dinosaur. Like a hologram? Type. Yeah. No way. That, that, I, you know, we should maybe take a trip. No. Just note all the lame things in there. You've been a couple of times, haven't you? Yeah. Never yeah. been. Well, it was like one of those things where I, I guess it must have been nice for the school because like it was nearby. Sure. Uh, probably cheap. Uh, you know, and it's still kind of a museum, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it essentially had a dead whale, a Richter scale, and that was you know, or I don't know if you would call it a scale. I mean, they had a monitor for seismic activity. Yeah, a seismic recording device or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't, they have a name for it. But. Which I'm not remembering right now, but uh, but seismograph. Seismograph. Thank you. Yeah, that is it. I don't know where that one creeped out of, but yeah, well done. Went right out of that sickness-addled brain. Yeah. Uh, seismograph. So they have a seismograph going pretty well <coughs> at all times, and I think that's how they record the, you know, the level of the earthquakes that we felt here. I see. It's weird that we have felt some earthquakes here. Oh, some whoppers. Yeah. 
like a five and a six pointer, right? You gonna go? Okay. Nope, she is content just to stand there on the side of the road like a great weirdo. Drive everybody like nuts. A weirdo. <laughs> I'm never crossing the street, I'm just gonna stand here and slow traffic down. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll uh, I'll take a step forward as if I'm about to cross and then back up. Yikes. That's kinda funny. I might do that one day. Yeah. Have some free time. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> like, oh no no, you go. I wasn't really <coughs> going anywhere. So um, so yeah, kind of a lame museum. What got us on the museum? Asking you is like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why don't I just retrace your footsteps through the labyrinth? Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get to work. Let's get to work. I believe uh, I believe we're uh, we're out of cinnamon. <laughs> we cannot we cannot spend the night without cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Uh, oh, on the road again. The light is green. I declare this to be the most entertaining ride perhaps ever recorded. That is a load of bullshit right there. But sometimes if you declare a thing so. Yeah. It people, comes people true. Think it is. People believe. People just believe because Americans are believers. They're dreamers. Okay. They have their sights set high. They go for the gold. Do they really? They reach for the top. I feel like they don't so much anymore. Oh, no, 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 no. Am I mistaken? Oh, you're totally mistaken. I feel like they'll settle for bronze. No, no, They'd no, no. Americans, Americans go for the gold. They're reaching for the brass ring. That's nice. They're, uh, like, no boob job is big enough. Yeah. The bigger, the better. True. No tummy tuck is tucky enough. I think those are high school kids over there in the uh, black with the... And look, almost college age, but... But the guy was doing, like, devil horns, which makes me think... Devil horns? Yeah, well, you know, he's doing the little rock and roll thing. Which in makes this, you think what? Sand, which makes me think high school. <coughs> the why they stopped doing that and... Uh... Yeah, kind of. Really? Yeah. Well, what kind of, you know, sad... Expression of existence is that? It's, I don't know. Uh, like what happens? Okay. They're all no, wearing no, no, ties. They're Something's wearing up. Ties. Something's up. They're part of the youth group. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying choir. Some sort of choir, because there's only one oh, chick yeah. there. Yeah, something's going on. Although in a choir, you'd think more chicks. Maybe. I don't know what that's supposed to be. That's maybe they're the Jets. I don't think they're the Jets. Because they're not jets all the way. Maybe they're the sharks. Uh, okay. Some nice whistling. Yeah, some, that's <laughs> some shark top, whistling. That's some top-notch whistling. <laughs> yeah, I got it cool, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I was not criticizing. Oh, okay. You were admiring I my whistling? Admiring. <coughs> so, uh, so, yeah. I don't know what was up with them, but uh, they were all dressed kind of similarly. Because they were exactly going the for the gold. They They're going. American through and through. They were, they were reaching for the top. Things. They weren't dressing like every other slob. Yeah. No, no, no. If they were going for the gold, they all would have been dressed the same. You see what I'm saying? Like, they were dressed similar, but not the same. You think they were trying to express their individuality as uh, opposed to go for the gold? Yeah. That's always a problem with people trying to go for the gold yeah. and then trying to yeah. be individuals if at you, the same if time. You wanna, if you want to go for the gold, you gotta, you got to... So, uh, you gotta be like everybody else, just a little bit better. Right. 
No, no, I'm not gonna kill you, dude. See, see, you know what the problem is right now is that it's light out and people can see it inside the car right now. I don't care. I know, but it's like in the morning there's nobody out, so it really doesn't matter. You know, nobody can. But I'm trying to be cool. See, see how that's different. Uh, <laughs> you know, Whereas see, you exude cool. See, here's the problem. With a quiet calm that says Here, I'm in command. Here's the problem. <laughs> yeah. There is no trying to be cool. <laughs> that you cannot try to be cool. If you're trying, you fail. You've already failed. You've already failed. That's right. That's Tr right. Being cool is sort of zen in a way. Mm, yeah, it's very yeah. Taoist. When you when you're, you're the when block. you're learning how to be cool, cool is no longer cool anymore, and you are uncool. Okay, I got Once you. you are, once you've learned to be cool, once you are cool. Now, on a scale of uh, one to Mega Fonzie, <laughs> how cool would you say we are right now? Uh, well, with our headsets on, we're like uncool, uncool. Unless, unless, unless we're not trying to be cool. In right. which case, we're very cool. Exactly. You oh, see, man. that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. See, you can screw it. I'll be lame. This is you very think, confusing. You think? Well, you just you're confused as to what it's all about. Being cool is about being comfortable in your own skin. I am comfortable nowhere. It's about being okay with who you are. I am okay with other people. No. Well, it doesn't matter if you're okay with other people. I'm up. I mean, that's fine. I'm up with people, man. Well, you're, I'm up with this hemisphere. This is the rockinest hemisphere. <laughs> this sad planet Earth. That's right. Oh, this is the greatest hemisphere. Yeah. I feel sorry for all those. They're second best. Yeah. They're still good. Yeah. But this hemisphere, Devil Horns, rocks. <laughs> rocks. Uh, the Devil Horn rock. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have to stop, do we? No. We do not have to stop. Let's so, continue on. Forward march. Stop for nothing. Not even pedestrians. Yeah. Blow but, right through them. But the thing, about, the thing about cool is, is if you're trying, you ain't making it. That's so sad. Yeah, I know. I know, and it's the plight of so many because they go, oh, look at that guy. He's so cool. That's how you can if look I at a guy just... who's like fully decked out in his Hot Topic duds. You know, you can look at him and be like, you're not fucking cool. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And yet you can see some fucking weirdo in a, in a uh, zoot suit. Yeah. And you go, that fucking guy's rocking it. He's as cool. As, well, as long as he's wearing it right. That's you know? right. Because and it's a, a different guy could wear it wrong and be like, so gone, done, done, cool, done. Being cool is very iconoclastic. Yeah. It's it's very unique to the individual. You and that's the thing. Like, uh, cool for you is not the same as cool. Well, right, uh, well, our cools actually might be kind of similar. They might be similar just because we're uh, we're so closely related. Yeah. But. But cool for you is not cool for that guy walking down the street. Yeah, J James Dean cool yeah. is not uh, Tommy Lee Jones cool. That's true. That's true. Tommy Lee Jones is his own kind of cool. Right. And that's the thing. Everybody is their own kind of cool. That's what cool is all about. Sure. Yeah. you got to find your own space, and you got to own it. Okay. All right. Well, that's I'm the thing. I'm with you there. So you can't just sort of look at any one thing and go, although you can look at these headsets and go, those fucking guys. Those are uncool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking about it because it's bright out. You know, m many more people can see into the car. Right. Many more t t potential people you might potentially fuck. 
exactly. But not because you're wearing it's a headset. A, look, it's a small state, man. You're saying <laughs> you're saying the headset's a cock block. I can't swing a dead Chinook without hitting somebody. Sure. <laughs> I sure. might have had relations or friends. And with by them. the way, I think you ought to stop swinging those dead Chinooks, <laughs> okay? Because like that's gonna come back to haunt you. <laughs> Somebody's going to point that out, bring that up, and throw it in your face one day. It's like, day. we're not fucking that guy. He's always swinging around those swinging dead Chinook. a dead Chinook. And I don't know where the fuck he gets them. I don't know what's going know. on. Do you see if a he's bag killing... of them in the back of his car? I don't know if he's killing the Chinooks or if they come sent to him. Something's dead. going on. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you swing a guy. dead Chinook, you he's got always, some issues. He's always, he's always hitting somebody. He's got relations. <laughs> relations. Exactly. So, I am perfectly content. I am perfectly content for you to get us Hepper microphones. Pepper. Every time we try out some new gear, it never fucking works. But that doesn't make sense. Somewhere there's a microphone that is just right for us. Yeah. Well, but I think it requires more equipment. How so? I don't know. I I don't think that that's the case. Well, we tried the lav mics and the lav mics sucked. Yeah. But I think it's because the lav mics are problematic in this environment because we're they're omnidirectional and you're pinning the thing to your neck but that, that's the thing is the lav mics are supposed to be it shouldn't matter they they no they're not omnidirectional they're unidirectional yeah well which the, is what makes them so good for that's why they use them during newscasts and stuff like that you're sure about that yes because they're unidirectional meaning like uh, and it's nice because they can just, like my laugh mic. Well, we're sitting. Right I mean, next I to would each say other, will not pick up your voice. <clears throat> I understand. I would say that laugh mics are problematic because their their potential to pick up ambient noise is really big. Right. And then so, again, we're always getting complaints that we don't have enough ambient noise. And but by the always, minute I mean that one. Time. But the minute you get ambient noise, people go, but, but turn off the fucking ambient noise because. Huh. You know, now I can't hear what well, you're saying. Right now, this, this computer that we're using right now has a function that shuts off the ambient noise when we're not talking. Right, and that's not a bad thing. No. It does, however, sometimes put us in a tin can, but... Yeah. You know what I think... I, I mean, I think we should try some different things. I mean, one thing we could do... Should we be experimental? I think we need in to be our, a little experimental. In our, I think we need to try some different things out. Because I agree with you that the headset... Uh, does make us look like a pair of doofuses. Let's just let's just leave it at very little sex appeal with the headset. Yeah, to exactly. on-looking cars. Right. Yeah, and not, not to each other. That's I, I was just making that clear. That's okay. and and you do funny enough want to look sexy to the people in other cars. No. Yeah, what, you what do. I don't know. It's, it's you, your you ego. Realize. You realize some people think like they're fucking invisible in their cars. You ever come across that? Oh yeah, those are the people with their finger up their nose all the way to their elbow. Oh my god, or crying, you know, <laughs> or singing at the top <laughs> of their lungs, <laughs> so, you know, singing yeah. and doing the moves. Yeah, yeah, a little head bob, right, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, I love coming across those. I love coming across the crying ones. I try and think of why they're crying. I like to. I like it when people and, are. And it's especially are, nice because I don't have to be around it. You know, like if somebody's yeah. crying, oh, yeah, I fucking no, leave yeah. the room. Yeah, no, I got to exit you know? stage left. But I, I do like to see when people are singing at the top of their lungs. That makes me feel good. Yeah. And I said, letting your freak flag fly a little and bit. I, exactly. And I like it even more if their windows are rolled all the way down. I don't care either way. Go for it. Do it. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Well, go I for like the gold. If their Reach are for rolled, the brass ring. The brass, the brass metal. The brass ring. That's what it's called. The brass ring. I don't know why, but it's an expression of going for the gold and reaching for the top. Grab for the brass ring. I, I'm not sure why. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, I like it when their windows are rolled down because that means like they're they're just they're singing to the world. They don't care who hears them. Yeah. Yeah. Catch is catch catch. That's better. I gotta tell you that's better. You drive by, maybe you hear a little bit, maybe you don't. Um, but they don't care. They That's don't cool. Care. Uh, it is. It is a little bit of cool. Yeah. It is a little bit of cool, and they're not necessarily cool, but what they're doing is cool. Yeah. Yeah. What your car is doing is not cool. I know, right? <laughs> With the brakes, that <laughs> can't be good. No, it's not good. I had the brake light come on the other day. Did you? A little unwarranted, but then I filled it up with brake fluid. It seemed to be fine. <laughs> Although it's still doing this weird thing. It's weird, like pumpy thing. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Um, that's like a bent rotor or whatever it is. Well, I just want to, I don't want to take it into the shop because... <coughs> that always means money. Yeah, it'll cost money. <laughs> I don't have any. Um. That's not true. I just don't have any spare. What were we talking about before I that? Have spare money. We were talking about people driving around. Oh, the headset's not looking cool. So, let's try some different headsets. Okay. So that we can both... We can do that. We can both do our podcast... <gasps> And, and look cool. Look cool. All right. Uh, but we won't try and look cool. I mean, we'll be trying in the sense that we'll be getting new microphones. But we won't be well, trying. Well, you know, it's one thing to try and look cool. Yeah. Good luck to you. Right. It's a whole other thing to try to and not, not look do, like a to dork. To not do uncool things. That's right. To try not to look like a dork. Right. That's something entirely different. I feel like I had a real moment of like doing something really uncool the other day. Oh, yeah? I can't remember what it was. To do that little trip to the run thing? Oh, no, no. I did an uncool thing uh, playing pool the other night. You cracked off a nasty muffin. No. Because no, that's that, good. That you just reach fine. over and stretch. That would have been fine. What I did was I didn't bring enough cash to play. Oh, that's not cool. And so I didn't have quarters. <laughs> and so when it finally came to my turn, uh, I... You had to go run get quarters. Well, I had two, and it took three to play. So like a jackass, you had to run get quarters. No, even worse, I bummed a quarter off somebody in the bar. Ooh, yeah. a swing and a miss. Yeah. Although, it ended up working out in my favor. I saw an opportunity and I seized it. She was good looking? No. Uh, somebody else did an uncool thing and I used it as an opportunity to do my uncool thing. Somebody like was playing foosball and the ball went flying across the room. Sure. And so, and it landed near me, and I grabbed the foosball and I went over to the guys playing, and I was like, uh, "You guys," because they were looking around, they didn't know where it went. Sure. I said, "Are you guys looking for this?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, thanks, man." And I was like, "Hey, one of you wouldn't have to have a quarter, would you, so I can play this pool game?" And uh, one of them was able to give me a quarter. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. No. You didn't do the. Uh... I found a way to make it cooler than just being right. totally uncool. Because I would have walked over to the pool table and I would have been, wait, one, two, three. <laughs> nice. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Well, although that's, he, that's all right. So you did him a service. Yeah. So you charged him a quarter to bring over the foosball. Right. I was like, I don't have to give this back, you know. I'll, sell, I'll give it to you for a quarter. <laughs> I'll sell it back to you for a quarter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, all right. All right. 
Yeah. Uh, but I do. I think we can find some better microphones. Yeah. Uh, but it's your job because oh, it's, my it's, job? it's far more important for you to it's not cool. to not dash your hopes of getting laid next yeah, week than you know for what? me. I don't care that much. Nobody's gonna remember my face in this car. You're just gonna who? I said it won't matter. Nobody's gonna remember my face in this car. Oh no, no, they will. They'd be like, "Are you the jackass with the, <laughs> the headset?" Jackass with the Wait a minute, where do I know you from? Hey, look, I'm a very important person. I could just try. You to know, that's the thing about looking cool to people in other cars. They never pull over and say, "Hey, want to do it?" Mm, like yeah. that never happens. I've been driving a car for years now. That's never happened. Really? Yeah. I that swear, I heard that happening to somebody. No way. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Some good looking, right some good looking girl pull, call, pulls over, sees you in a car, so next to you, but like, like that. Gave gave a phone number or something like that. I don't know. I don't know because really Super you're just going, you're rare. going based on you're, you've only got a couple of things going for you: your ride. So you got a car. You got a car. Right. Uh, and type of car. Yeah, you haven't had too many DUIs. No. Uh, and your looks. Uh, and you, yeah, okay. And how good you are at flirting without words. Sure, like, uh, like, uh, uh, Woody Allen in, uh, in, uh, exactly. yeah. Love in fact, and Death. If you have one of those little, uh, one of those fans, those little fans, that's even better. Yeah, so sure. Kind of flutter it, yeah. peek over it. No, sir. Yeah. That drives the chicks wild. It's worthwhile. I knew those guys. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Really? Who are they? Uh, that was, uh, Ian and Zach and their wives. You know, the truth of the matter is you could have just made those names up, and how would I know? <laughs> well, you wouldn't. But Zach was the one who got me the job at Olive Garden, and Ian worked there as well. Very good. Okay. So, All right. No, you're little, coming up little, with enough detail that's now. That's a little that too I'm... specific to just <coughs> that up. Well, you know, liars always have specifics. Yeah, but I didn't go too specific. Yeah. Uh, and where'd you meet Ian? Uh, through Lauren. Lauren's her cousin. Ian is Lauren's cousin? Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, okay. Or they're related in some way. How long have you known them? Uh, it's got to be going on five years. And the other guy's name was? Four years now. The other guy's name was? Ian. All right. No, no, you're fine. Zach? You're fine. I don't think you're lying anymore. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I didn't think you were lying before. <laughs> I know, I know. But you were giving, <coughs> you were giving me your uh, my uh, your anti-lying yeah, techniques. Yeah, you got to bounce people around in their story. Sure. Well, that's a good. That's how you good trip them up because they rehearse their story in chronological order. Remind me to use that on Sam later in life. Yeah. No, oh, you know he's going to be pulling some bullshit on oh, you. God, do I? Yeah, it's probably bullshit I have taught him. If he's uh, if he's smart, he'll lie in the same way I did. Which is through obfuscation. Yeah. By not telling the whole truth. That is the best way to lie. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna lie, it's you the know best what way the best. You know what the best way to lie is? What? Keep your fucking mouth shut. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, inevitably, you will have a time when somebody's gonna ask you a question you don't want to answer. Right. You know. But you can say things like, "I'm uncomfortable answering that." Right. Well, it was funny. Uh, I remember a very specific moment where. Uh, I I realized I could do that. <coughs> it's like a new tool I'd whipped out in my arsenal. Which one? You know, the like I don't want to answer that question. Oh yeah. And it was it was a very specific one. Uh, we had been getting alcohol, you know, and drinking it and having parties and stuff. And at a certain point, you know, mom had no problem with the drinking and everything like that. But she was like, 
who's buying you the alcohol? And I said, I'm not telling you. She's like, you have to tell me. I was like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> She's like, seriously, who is it? I'm like, it's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> and she just let it go. Yeah, there you can sort of get away with that sometimes. Yeah. Another good one is too, but although I will say that interrogators, trained interrogators won't fall for this. But like, uh, you know, uh, ask me a question. Just okay, ask okay. me a question. Uh, where 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 do you eat this uh, this afternoon? Well, I went to work on Tuesday. It's Tuesday, so I went to work. Yeah, but where do you eat? Well, you know, I was at work, so you know, I I I uh, I uh, I stopped for lunch at one. Okay, but where'd you go? You see, this is the thing. Yeah, you yeah. just yeah. But a good interrogator won't fall for that. Sure. But a lot of people will. You know, you just answer a question entirely. Like, ask me another question. All right. Um, what time did you get up this morning? You know, I met this girl named Susan, and the first thing that she said to me was, "What time did you get up?" I couldn't believe it. Can you imagine someone asking you a question like that first thing in the morning? That's crazy. Interesting. Totally change the subject. Totally change the subject. Politicians do it all the time. Uh, well, I've noticed that. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic. And you answer the question you want to answer. So, like, uh, uh, oh, here's another. So, ask me another one. Okay. Uh, what uh, What are we having for dinner tonight? You know, I bowled a 300 on the on the wee bowling. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, fucking right. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. I did it twice, actually. I know, I remember that. Yeah. Ah, crap! You see? <laughs> so you answer the you question. Me. You answer the question you want to answer. Something you're proud of. Right, right. Something you can. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. So. Uh, <coughs> That's what politicians do all the time. So you know, ask me about my. Ask me about my. Uh, ask me something politically embarrassing what you, question. What are you going to do about the deficit? You know, in spite of the odds, I managed to get that health care bill passed. You know, the odds were against me, but we got together and we formed a coalition. We were able to get done what we needed to get done. And I think that's really what the important thing is here. Interesting. Interesting tact. It's a great tact. Yeah, see, I remember when, I, when it was me, I always used to get the... Well, uh, the, the more general your answers could be... And the less honing you guys tried to do, the better it was, you know? And it's not that we were ever really anything <coughs> we weren't supposed to be, but if we thought the result would be negative, you know, it's like, hey, where are you guys? Oh, don't, we're, uh, we're downtown. Who are you hanging out with? Uh, Adam and his girlfriend. And, uh, and what, are you, what, are you, what are your plans? Uh, we'll probably be coming home later on tonight. And the, the, you know, the omission was, you know, not specifically like, we're, well, we're at Adam's house right now drinking with, you know, sure. a bunch of people, you know. Right. We're all at a party getting high. Right, right. right sure. there, there was less of that right. and more of, oh, we're just hanging out downtown and doing our thing. <laughs> totally yeah. No, that's a classic, though. Yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty classic. That's classic omission. Yeah, because yeah, I could have said, are you guys doing drugs? Are you right. smoking? Are you getting high? Are you, you know, is there alcohol? The answer always probably would have been yes to the alcohol, less to the. Anyway, drugs but you know what? I, yeah. Like <coughs> sometimes parents don't want to know so much. Yeah. They want to know that you're safe. Right. 
and that you're okay. Yep. And that, you know, because if I find out there's booze, then I got to say, you've, you've got to leave. Right. You know, that's it. Pack it up. Right. And that does two bad things. First of all, you stop telling me where you are and what's yeah. going on. Exactly. And secondly, <coughs> um, like, I don't, I don't want to know that stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a delicate it's a ballet. It is a ballet. Yeah. It's a, it's a very children, carefully children and parents. Very carefully orchestrated ballet. And you gotta know as a parent, like I I told your mom the other day, I said, You should get on Facebook, it's a good way to keep track of your kids, what's going on, what they're up to, kind of things they're into, you know? Yeah. And I said, But you have to resist the urge to comment. Because if you comment, they, they won't block you. They'll block you. Yep. So you you just go on and you lurk. You lurk. And you can lurk all you want. They won't, you know, they'll let it fly. Yep. And you'll get to know the truth. Yeah. Or you can comment and you will become and ignorant. you will be banned. And you will be banned. <laughs> That's right. It's a hard thing for people to do, I think. Yeah. Because they see their child do something stupid. Right. And the pictures and wind up on Facebook. They feel like they got to chime in. Right. Uh, and the minute they do, they don't get to find out about it anymore. It reminds me of the story of the McGill dorms when they went co-ed. Did yeah. I ever tell you that story? No. So the McGill dorms went co-ed, and it was shortly after that. The parents, uh, there was parents weekend, and they came, and they visited the people in the dorms, and they realized that it was just nonstop chaos and fucking in the dorms. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was a Catch. Roman, it was a Roman orgy, and they were up in arms. They were beside themselves with uh, what the hell is going on. Right. And the the dean's response was to ban parents from the dorm. Nice. Well done. Well done. Yeah. It's like, if I take the co-ed dorm thing away, there's going to be a fucking revolt. Well, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, this is what kids do. Right. They can do it in the safety of the dorm. Yeah. Or they can do it out in the street. Right. Dorm it is. Dorm it is. Parents don't get to watch anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. I thought that was a very uh, wise... It was wise. It bold. Was, it was wise and bold. Yeah. Uh, on that note, ride the fuck on. Uh, I would sing too, but my voice a little bit... <sighs> I So... I, you know, my throat's a little sore, and so I just want to say one thing. You never do anything right. Right on. Right on.